criminal offense to quote unquote misgender somebody that using oh here we go yes that using somebody's pronouns that are not their their preferred pronouns right he she zims or her however many that there are in existence now that that qualifies as maybe like a hate crime i guess they would call it but a criminal offense and then on top of that 25 percent of them said that they were undecided on the issue that it could be a criminal oh, no. offense. That's more than oh, half no. of people do not think that it's obvious that a person is either a man or a woman and they should be referred to as such. What say you to this, Gabe Pfeiffer? I knew I hate those darn kids. They need to get off my lawn. Um, <laughs> seriously, though, uh, yeah, well, this, this shows the success of the, uh, the, the liberal-oriented uh, K-12 and higher education systems, and it's completely destroying our children. Uh, they've, they've managed to infiltrate their minds, turn them into uh, puppets of whatever ideological nonsense they want to push, and, uh, and, and they, they are completely captured. Because the thing is, this is the type of thing that, um, that uh, totalitarian regimes uh, dream of. They dream of being able to control people's minds enough that they can get them to accept the absurd, and not only to accept the absurd, but to go to war about it. Um, they, they, they've been able to capture these useful idiots as tools of their own agenda, uh, no matter what crazy agenda it is. And they, if you can get somebody to agree to, to, uh, to, to, to criminalize the statement of the obvious, you can get them to agree to anything. And they, and they will be your warriors on the ground to do so. Um, so, okay, I, it's it's disheartening to say the least to to hear how far along the left has gotten, but but here we are. I mean, imagine just just imagine the chaos if it were to actually become a thing. Uh, you see from places like Libs of TikTok how crazy the whole pronoun game can get. You've got people who are talking about frog and frog self pronouns. You've got people who have rotating color headbands to determine what pronoun they feel like they want to use today. And if you get any of those wrong, you don't remember the 427,000 different versions of pronouns that exist, then uh, you could go to prison or something. That, that's, it's ridiculous on its face, but here we are. 44% upwards of 50% don't find it immediately absurd. That's the problem. Yeah, and to me, I don't feel like people are panicked enough about this because if you think about it, Gabe, you're right. People are accepting and believing and furthermore passionately fighting for the the absurd you're right absurd is i think the best word that you can put on this because now there is there's medical treatments there's surgical answers to delusions right because now we're fitting medical care to fit somebody's you know inner mind workings versus trying to fit somebody's inner mind working delusions to fit reality that I mean mental health care should be okay let's fix the mind to align with reality versus changing reality to to help with the mind how did we get here it blows my mind yeah and and the only thing I can think is that this was deliberate you know you can't you you can't get to the place where um, you, you want you want to uh, uh, say that reality must conform to 
whatever individual personal feelings I had at the moment. Uh, you can't you can't get to a place where that makes sense without it being a deliberate um, uh, effort to destroy the overall sense of reality that that is required to have a solid community and a solid nation. So the, the only thing I can think of is that this is a malicious attempt to destroy America so that something else can be rebuilt in its place. Right. And, it, and all the while, you can appeal to these individuals by, by giving them this false sense of power that they have. I mean, imagine the, the sense of power that you would have as a disturbed individual to say that, okay, the government is going to back whatever feeling I have about myself today. Or, or the, the false moral superiority you're given by saying that uh, as, as an ally, the government is going to back me up in supporting that deranged individual sense of self. So um, it's, it's all, I think it's all uh, uh, designed to weaponize um, these, these kids into, into the foot soldiers of a, a regime that's trying to destroy America. Oh, absolutely. And what's scary about it is that um, there's a concerted effort to make America the weakest we can be. And it's on, on multiple fronts, right? Like earlier, I was talking to Paul Kurtman about some of the ways in which Biden has left us very vulnerable to um, threats, you know, uh, on the homeland and abroad where we're, you know, depleting ourselves of our military resources, we're depleting ourselves of our energy independence, we're depleting ourselves of, you know, our financial resources, everything, right? But I think one more layer of the ways that we are extremely vulnerable is that we do not have the same sense of American spirit that we used to have. And the reason that does make us vulnerable is because for generations in the past, young men in America were passionate about defending our nation. They were passionate. They were hardworking. They were, they were men of faith. They were people willing to lay down their lives for, for the future of our nation because they believed in our nation. And if we lose that, if we lose the military might of the men who are willing to be boots on the ground for us, men and women now, honestly, if we want to go there, but, but previously it's been the strong men of America that have held us up and if we lose that, how do we how do we defend ourselves against such a totalitarian, such a, you know, robotic military force such as China or, you know, any other any other threat? There was a movie back in the 80s called Red Dawn. It was remade uh, not too long ago in the early 2000s. Yeah. Um, and, and it talks about basically an invasion of the homeland by a coalition of communist nations. Um, and uh, I, I think in the er- original one, it was uh, Russia and Cuba. Their Cuban military, I think, was, was head of trying to take over the states itself. And then uh, in the later one, North Korea, North Korea. was part of the mix. Uh, North, yeah, North Korea, sorry, was, was part of the mix. Um, so uh, it, it, and both of them relied on the idea that if, if it really hit the fan, that even our young people would be would would uh, feel the need, they would feel the call to step up and do something more than simply go along with with whoever our new overlords are, um, and and it, and it relied on that. Uh, and I, I got to tell you, having seen the original movie, you know, very close to when it came out, uh, that was kind of the universal idea. It's like, oh yeah, if they come here, we're we're gonna have to do what we have to do. We're you know, you you felt solidarity with the, uh, the young kids who realized they had to go out in the woods someplace, get, you know, get their guns and, and, and run a guerrilla campaign against the occupiers. There, there was that, that feeling of solidarity with that, of, of American patriotism. 
especially in that, that the whole eighties period, that was that was a major thing. I don't think the current generation has the gumption to do that. And that's kind of where we are right now. If if it really hit the fan, even if even if it wasn't an attack on the homeland and we just we, we did face some sort of existential threat that we had to go out and face. I don't think you could get the volunteers that you, you would have, let's say, in the, in, in the 80s or even you know, before that in, in World War II. Um, you, you wouldn't get the type of volunteers. You, you certainly wouldn't get people who would agree to a draft. So I, I, think, I think we are extremely vulnerable right now because as far as I can see, most of the young people – would would rather America go down and something else be built in its place. Yeah, because we're spoiled, soft, weak kids. We're so fat and happy, and we're so comfortable with our iPhones and our air-conditioned classrooms and our Lululemon leggings and our iced coffees every morning that nobody has a real sense of just how terrible the world can be. Just how bad it can get out there. And you go see a movie like Sound of Freedom and you see the jungles of Colombia and you see what people have to deal with anywhere but the United States or maybe some posh Eastern European country. But even then, you see that going on and you just want to scream into the faces of these 18, 19 year old spoiled college freshmen who are more worried about rushing their college sorority than actually being aware of what is going on and how thin of ice we are on between the comfortable life that we are living in America right now and the absolute destruction that could come upon us in a second's notice, in a split second, how their worlds would crumble if they only knew. And it's just so frustrating to me how you can... You can't get through to these people because they have the left has done such a good job at demonizing everything that has to do with American patriotism and being aware of what is going on in the world. You just cannot get through to these people. And it makes you rip your hair out and go, where where did we go so wrong, Gabe? I just it's so frustrating. Oh, yeah, I'm I am extremely worried about the future of this country. I mean, because. Because, I mean, consider that the, the, the same kids who think that, they're, you know, the biggest problem in the world is being misgendered, um, it, it, they, they don't, these are the people who are going to be in charge of the world. They're going to be running the country when I, I'm in a wheelchair. You know, when I'm in my mo- most vulnerable position as an older American, uh, they, they're going to be the ones running the, the place. So I, I'm worried that we're going the way of Canada and they're just going to kind of send me off to a, a, uh, an assisted suicide. They just, yeah. Well, you're old, your life is done. I, I, I'm I'm extremely worried about the direction the country is going, and we can't afford to to play around anymore. If, uh, for those of us on the right, we need we need to have a concerted effort to recapture these institutions because the the uh, I, I, I'm not sure we can we can reclaim the uh, the current generation, but we need that we need definitely to be fighting tooth and nail for the future ones. So maybe they can step up and, and fight that battle for us because. Uh, we're, we're in trouble otherwise. Yeah, I'm glad that the people having children right now are Republicans, <laughs> right? Yeah, I'm glad right. That, yeah, exactly. That, oh, man, I am so glad about that. Hopefully that means that there is some hope on the horizon. So, have Gabe, as many kids you can to teach them right. <laughs> yep, absolutely. I'm doing it right now. I'm growing a human as we speak. So, <laughs> All right. All right, Gabe, thank you so much for coming on this morning.